Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm Matt Banwart. My wife, Caitlin, and I own Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California, and I've been coaching for 16 years. And Caitlin has been coaching for six years. We started this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to make fitness education accessible, engaging, and effective for everyone. Today, we're going to be diving deep into the supplements that power our personal fitness journeys and how they can potentially fuel yours too. So here's kind of a brief outline of what we're going to be chatting about today. We're going to go first off, we're going to start with why supplements matter in fitness. And then we're going to move on to our our personal go-to supplements. We'll give you a chat on five of those. And then we're going to move into the science behind our supplement choices. And then we're going to start wrapping things up with uh, supplements and our nutrition, kind of balancing both of those and seeing how we have a healthy balance between each one. And then we're going to wrap things up with three supplements that you should not be wasting your money on. So ready to dive right in. Caitlin, so good to have you as always, my lovely wife. Let's do this. So uh, let's get right into it. So let's kick things off by talking about why our supplements are more than just an add-on to your diet. Um, Well, supplements definitely aid mostly in recovery. Um, I think that's kind of what most of them dial in towards. Um, They fill nutritional gaps for us um, and, you know, they enhance your performance in, in the recovery aspect, not necessarily in the, in the gym yeah itself yeah what uh so before we kind of get into too many details about our personal supplements do you actually feel a difference between when you take a certain supplement and your recovery yeah definitely um especially i am not the best at always taking my supplements regularly so i do go on phases where i'll take the supplements probably for like a solid month like 30 days Mm -hmm. and i do notice a difference and then for whatever reason, I start to forget uh, to take my supplements, and then it, like a week goes by, and I and I notice a difference for sure in like oh I I, and I feel more tired, I feel slower, not as recovered, and I tend to blame it on other things, but then I go back and think like oh wait I haven't even you know been taking my supplements, and and that kind of like spirals into my nutrition kind of goes off the wire and whatnot. So so it is definitely a part of a routine, and it's important to maintain that routine so that you can get the full benefits of the supplements. Yeah, absolutely. And another major benefit of supplements is that, you know, you can get this targeted nutritional support and supplements offer nutrients that may be more difficult to obtain in, you know, adequate, adequate amounts of food alone, Uh, especially if, you know, you're operating off of dietary restrictions, like high nutritional needs or, you know, specific fitness goals, you know, there's so many different variables and it's really easy to kind of fall on the wayside with some of your nutrition through food alone. So for example, omega threes from fish oil can be really hard to consume in sufficient quantities of just Mm -hmm. fish. You know, not everyone wants to eat that much fish Yeah, and, uh, you know, not everyone even likes fish. So getting a steady amount of omega threes is really difficult for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. Um, and that's just it. Supplements is just, it's supplemental to your overall diet right and i wouldn't suggest somebody new or somebody who's new to trying to like fix their diet or their nutrition to start taking supplements right away it's definitely more like a second thing to to think about um the first thing is to like dial in your nutrition as far as protein fat and carbs and calories yes right that first and then from there we can start talking about supplementing um with other things yeah that's a great point thank you for bringing that up because all the time people come to us and they're like you know matt what supplement should i get i'm like i don't have no idea what your lifestyle and what your nutrition and what your sleep and what your stress levels are Mm -hmm. so i can't really adequately give you 
an idea of what kind of supplements you should take because I don't have any context on your situation or your circumstances. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and you know, if you're listening to this, like in order, in order of importance, you know, energy balance comes first, right? So we're talking about uh, macros and then micronutrients, and then we're talking sleep, stress management. And then at the very end we add supplements. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another thing that they do is that they do address deficiency. So even well-planned diets uh, can have nutrition, nutritional gaps and they can they can affect health and performance in, in certain ways. And so supplements like multivitamins and magnesium can help fill gaps and ensure that the body still functions optimally. Yeah, I think when people think about recovery, they first think um, just like muscle synthesis or protein synthesis. But in reality, we're more talking about like immunity health and, and hormonal balance. Yes. And there's there's other things that supplements are there for, which helps the body get more regulated, which helps you perform better. And, and it's just a trickle or ripple effect after that, right? Yeah, and also it helps some of co cognitive function yeah. as well. And also uh, kind of leading into that too is that, you know, that there's a benefit to it with through optimized health and well-being because, you know, beyond fitness and performance, supplements can support just overall health. And, um, you know, kind of going back to the fish oil, you know, it's been linked to improved heart health, cognitive function, and magnesium plays a huge role in supporting sleep quality and managing stress levels. And that's something that you don't really think about when, you know, you're, you're work, just working out and you're just trying to go for either body composition or performance. Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones is creatine and everybody thinks creatine is mostly for um, like muscle strength or getting stronger, getting more mass or whatnot. But actually creatine is also more for brain health or cognitive health um, as well, especially a lot of research finding that um, older individuals actually need more creatine um, to keep their you know brain overall brain function active. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why creatine is so important is because it, it, it can actually be used as a fuel source as well. Cause there's actually, we talked about in the last podcast of, you know, the creatine phosphate energy system. So when you're doing short bursts of heavy lifts, or, you know, like a heavy back squat, you know, you're mostly using the, I mean, you are using your neurological function and your muscles, but you're also, you know, have an energy source from the creatine phosphate. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have enough creatine in your system, you, you will, that's when you kind of feel that brain fog. Yeah, absolutely. So fun fact there. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into our bread and butter. So our, let's talk about our go-to supplements. So we're, what we're going to do is here in this segment is we're going to break down each supplement that we take. We're going to talk about the name of the supplement, why we take it, its benefits from at least from our personal experiences, how it fits into our overall fitness and nutrition strategy. And we're going to probably end with some quick tips on how to choose quality supplements as well, or at least how we like to choose our supplements. Mm -hmm. So first up on our list, let's talk about fish oil yeah so we take carlson's norwegian fish oil we've been taking it for years it's pretty much the only <clears throat> one that i can remember taking now i mean right. we used to take pills but i don't i could couldn't even name a brand at this point because i've been taking the liquid for so long yeah i don't remember taking pills either um, i think just costco and again, <laughs> uh, pills, the reason why we don't take them is because they're usually um, underdosed. And then Matt always points out that you can't tell if the oil, the fish oil is rancid or not in a pill form, but you can in the liquid form. And so you yeah. don't want to be taking bad fish oil. That would that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you this from firsthand experience. This is why I stopped taking it because, or at least I start, stopped taking pills because I remember getting the fish oil pills from Costco because it was super cheap. And then I remember I got a bad batch mm -hmm. that actually, I think ended up getting recalled anyways really? but i didn't know it at the time and then <laughs> i mean i didn't get nothing bad happened i just got really bad diarrhea 
cool. And it was not fun. It smelled like fish. <laughs> yeah. TMI. So, <laughs> anyway, that's why we take the liquid form. And um, we take those mostly for joint health, um, yeah. brain, cognitive function, and overall recovery. I mean, every time we're super sore, Matt goes, make sure you take your fish oil. And um, anytime like my knees hurt or anything like that, it's like you have to make sure you have that buildup. And it's a tablespoon. Like make, make sure you're taking enough. I think on the actual label, the serving size is is like is a lot smaller i forget what it is yeah um, but well it also depends on activity levels stress levels uh there's a lot of different doses that are possible there unfortunately there is not a very good calculator out there that i could find yeah so you're really gonna have to base this off feel based eh, on more the better <laughs> <laughs> well maybe yeah. uh so what has been kind of like your personal experiences with fish oil how do you feel on versus off of it oh definitely notice it in my joints i think that's the number one thing maybe a little bit in cognitive function um i can't really tell the difference too much i'm up so early and up so late it's it's kind of hard for me to distinguish if and what is working the caffeine or the fish oil. <laughs> the caffeine, probably um, the caffeine. Yeah. So, um, but definitely for overall joint health, um, when I'm achy and whatnot, it's usually probably because I haven't been taking my fish oil regularly. And right. so I make sure I kind of get back on that. Yeah. And for me personally, I get more benefit from the cognitive function. So, um, I've said this before, but I have dyslexia and, uh, Treating it with omega-3 fatty acids are very helpful because it just helps improve cognitive function, like we said earlier. And so that's where I actually get the most benefit. I feel like I'm less brain foggy. I feel like I'm, I can focus a little bit better. Um, and I definitely notice the difference between when I'm on and off of that. So there's so many times where throughout, you know, working out and, you know, fitness and everything where like you just kind of falls to the wayside because you forget. Mm -hmm. And then I remember being all brain foggy and kind of in a bad mood. And then I'm like, but I'm sleeping well, you know, I'm eating enough. I'm getting enough protein. I'm like, ah, I'm not taking fish oil. Yeah. We have to remember that the brain is also a muscle. And so, and it, it solely, um, uses, um, fat mm -hmm. and, you know, um, and specifically omega threes or like MCT oil or something like that. So we have to feed it, right. We have to feed the brain. Yeah. And, uh, the brain uses calories, you know, burns what anywhere between 10 30 percent of your daily calories mm -hmm. alone just yeah. from your brain so fyi on there uh anything else you want to talk about fish oil before i move on to the no. next one okay perfect we are going to move on to creatine next one of my favorites so do you want to talk about creatine oh yeah i noticed a huge difference when i increased my creatine and started taking it very regularly um in november and december of last year um I, I really upped it because I really wanted to hit a new PR back squat. And so I really focused on making sure my supplements were dialed. Um, and it, it I, I mean, oh, it worked. I did like the best I've ever done. And, you know, I don't know if it, it's probably a combination of the training and also being really on top of the supplements, specifically creatine. Yeah, I think it was the creatine. Well, I mean, just the supplements in general, because they, I mean, they all kind of work together. Yeah. Like, so you can't really credit one thing to your success For when sure. it comes to supplements. It was just being, being routine right like that that's what helped yeah absolutely because you you were definitely not consistent with your supplements ever no no i'm and terrible then, and then when you did I, it seemed like your performance started going up when you kind of got at least r5 dialed in yeah for sure and specifically I mean, we will talk about this a little bit later but i started taking some supplements specifically for hormonal balance and it really helped me um mm. with you know that whole side of things and so I mean, I think it worked. Yeah, we definitely have to chat about that later. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love creatine specifically for uh, cognitive function as well. I feel I like I personally like to take creatine in the morning, and I sometimes I even mix it in with my coffee because it's tasteless anyways. And mm -hmm. I just mix it up and then I drink it. And 
Uh, it helps me throughout the day mentally. Like same thing as the fish oil. Like when I have the fish oil and the creatine together, I feel like I'm really dialed in mentally. Yeah. And I'm opposite. I take the creatine just, I take my supplements as when I remember. And usually that's right before bed. And so <laughs> I throw them all into a cup, drink it all, and then call it there. Some people say the creatine keeps them up. I don't notice a difference. I think I'm too tired to notice anyway. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just take it when I can remember to take it. Yeah. And I think we forgot to cover that we take creatine monohydrate. It is. Yes it is the cheapest it is the most researched and you only need five grams a day you don't need to load it you don't need to cycle it you can just take it um, there's a lot of bad science out there or trends out there or other like um other styles of creatine like creacolin or whatever and you don't need any kind of fancy creatine it's, there's not enough research behind it so mm -hmm. just fyi on there let's move on to our third one which is multivitamin this one um uh, this one i don't really feel a difference but i know it works or i, I, know, I know i need it <laughs> yeah i mean i just i feel more balanced i guess knowing that i'm getting all my you know supplements and minerals and vitamins and you know again knock on wood but our family did not get sick the whole fall and winter none of our kids ourselves and we and i was like man the only thing we changed ever, like compared to the previous years was that we continuously took a multivitamin even the kids took a multivitamin yeah we got the kids gummies. and i don't know if that was it but i can assure you that's probably one of the biggest things we changed and i'm happy that nobody got sick yeah i i can definitely credit that or i, th I think i can because i got the year before i got i was sick probably three times yeah in the fall kept, yeah, i, I kept sure. getting sick over and over and like every two three weeks i got sick yep um i and mean the kids I, too yeah and the kids school, got sick too yeah. i mean part of it was like you know high stress levels or whatever but you know who knows but that is just the only thing we noticed that we changed is that we just got our supplements dialed in we got our we started taking a multivitamin regularly mm -hmm. and making sure we took the right amounts yeah and uh and I was actually really surprised I didn't get sick in December. Yeah, we just take I a gummy. I always get sick in December or November. Right. We just take a gummy form of the multivitamin, the one from Whole Foods, Whole 365. Foods. Yeah. You know, it tastes... Nothing you know, fancy. Yeah. There's no, like, sugar on it. It's just a plain gummy. And the kids approve of it, too. Great. Like, it covers all our bases. So. Yeah. And we de I used to take multivitamins in pill form, but since it... I hate taking pills. Yeah, I have a really hard time taking pills, especially big ones. And, and like, it just, it gives me a lot of anxiety. So I just, I saw online that there was creatine gummies and I was like, oh man, we're just going to start <laughs> loading up on these gummies. <laughs> <laughs> um, the gummies are nice because since they taste good, it's really easy for me to take them. Like, and they're yeah. the right there in the pantry. So I'm like, oh, I'll have a few gummies. It's kind of like a sweet, like a yeah, candy. <laughs> it's kind of like a quick candy, but you know, you're getting your vitamins <laughs> yeah. in. And yeah, I mean, it's probably not the best thing, but it's definitely better than not taking it. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to protein. Uh, well, this one's pretty obvious. Uh, we like to take uh, whey protein. <laughs> uh, this one definitely helps us hit our protein goals every day because it's hard to eat enough protein based on our personal activity yeah for our personal macros i mean we're talking here that i eat 250 grams of protein a day matt eats uh like at almost 300 grams of protein a day that's a lot of food it's really hard for to do that. <laughs> for like you know some some others out there for the majority out there honestly i mean under 200 grams of protein is honestly easy to eat and so i'd much rather prefer people to eat all of their protein as much as possible rather than drink it but yes, yeah. but based on convenience and maybe like your day or whatnot, obviously have a protein shake if you absolutely need it to hit your goals. Now there's the difference between taking whey protein and taking collagen protein. Um, and both, you know, are great. One, um, 
is more for joint health. Collagen protein is more for joint and and skin and all that kind of stuff um, because it's not a complete protein. It's missing uh, one other component, which is leucine, which is found in whey protein, and that's why it's more for muscle uh, repair and development. Right. Awesome. Uh, I like protein because... I like protein. It gives me big <laughs> muscles. So that's all I got to say about it. Yeah, it fills me up. It fills me up when I'm starving. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely say when I eat enough protein, and, they, and I do try and get my protein from actual uh, whole food sources, mm-hmm. and I definitely find when I'm on track to hit my protein goals. So I always tell myself I need to hit 100 grams of protein before noon, and that really helps me stay away from any kind of food cravings. It keeps me from going after convenient foods because... Uh, because, you know, when you're full, it's easier to make better food decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I forgot to mention that collagen protein is also more for people who are of a dairy uh, sensitivity. And then whey protein is if you can handle dairy or lactose, then you can have that. And that's kind of like the main difference as well. There's yeah. also a enzyme I was taking to help synthesize the collagen as mm. well and helps your body kind of... Um, digest it easier too because at times i would find myself very bloated i don't know if it was on like if it was a certain brand of collagen protein or whatnot but that shouldn't have really been happening because it has no lactose in it Um, but there is an enzyme that you can take to digest it better yeah and you have to remember that collagen is actually the number one protein in your body like because there's more you have more skin bones health joints Mm -hmm. like you're more made up of that and so and not an, none of us really eat collagen, right? That's true. We're not eating that from animal sources. So definitely supplementing on that uh, for just joint health, I think is the number one reason why people should take it. Yeah, that was a great explanation of collagen protein. Thank you. Uh, let's move on to our final one before I dig deeper into each one of these and more sciencey stuff. But we're going to talk about magnesium. Now, this one I definitely feel is has made probably the biggest impact on my overall health uh just because of the stress um it helps me mitigate my stress or it helps me manage my stress i don't feel as stressed when i take magnesium i take specifically take magnesium glycinate because it, i feel like i absorb that the best um it also helps me sleep it helps me actually stay asleep at night because sometimes when you know i'm just you know stressed out you know it's easy to you know toss and turn yeah I personally don't take magnesium um again i have a hard time taking a lot of pills and there isn't really a I haven't really found like a powder form, I guess, of magnesium that I like um, or can take. So I don't really take it. But what I do take is electrolytes, which has magnesium in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've noticed a huge difference by taking electrolytes daily, especially I've lowered my caffeine intake and I've increased my electrolyte intake. And that both of them kind of the salts in it like helps with my energy balance. And so, yeah, I used to have a lot of caffeine on the day, like two to 400 you know, milligrams, which is kind of a lot. And so I've reduced that to at least like 200 or less. And I've just increased my electrolytes instead. Okay. And pretty much feel almost the same. Interesting. Huh? Maybe I should try that. Yeah. I think it it works. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, now we're going to dig into, now we kind of talked about our personal experiences with each one of these supplements. Now we're actually going to go and backtrack and we're going to go into the science behind our supplement choices to actually give you guys some more facts on this. So, Let's discuss the uh, scientific backing and research behind the supplements that we choose. Uh, We're going to dive into fish oil first. So going back to the top, fish oil, well, getting into the more details of it, you know, fish oil is rich in EPA and DHA, which are types of omega-3 fatty acids. And this is crucial for heart health. And uh, it's crucial for heart health because it reduces triglycerides and potentially lowers the risk of heart disease. 
Um, it's also anti-inflammatory, uh, which is very uh, good for alleviating joint pain, stiffness, and common concerns for anyone who's active or you know working out frequently. And on a cellular level, omega threes are integral to brain health, and this inf- and it does this by influencing membrane fluidity and facilitating communication between brain cells. And this is what they think enhances mood and cognitive function. There's still not enough research on this, but that's what they think. Yeah, I mean, fish oil and pretty much all of the supplements, you have to remember, again, it's it's supposed to enhance your recovery. And so it does that by, like what Matt said, like reducing inflammation and eating and cognitive function. I really would like to try to get the kids to take fish oil. We actually got one, like a kid's version mm-hmm. um, that tastes like orange and... I try to put it in some of their drinks sometimes just to sneak it in because I know it's so beneficial. Yeah, um, it is very good. You know, especially, I mean, for growing and developing kids. And I mean, our kids are pretty good. They do eat fish maybe a couple times a week, mm-hmm. you know, tuna and salmon and whatnot. But if I could get them to have omegas daily, I think it would really help for, again, cognitive function. That's the number one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Let's move into creatine next. So the big thing about creatine is that, uh, kind of like what we talked about earlier, a lot of people think it's strictly for muscle building, but it's also for energy production. And creatine is stored in the muscles and it's used for a quick burst of energy during high intensity activities like lifting weights, sprinting, CrossFit in general. And it increases the availability of creatine phosphate, which I talked about earlier, and is a key component key component of ATP, which which is um, the primary energy carrier in cells. And the process enhances physical perform- physical performance, delays fatigue, and allows for more intense training sessions. And additionally, creatine draws water into cells, which increases cell volumization, which may signal pathways that actually lead to muscle growth. So it's almost like a precursor. Yeah to your, um, towards getting in all of your branch chain amino acids into repairing your micro tears. Yeah, and again, that's exactly why it's important to take all of these, because they work hand in hand with each yes. other, and they just kind of enhance each other a little bit more, yeah. and make it work a little bit better. And that's why routine and consistency is number one. If you're gonna take supplements, make sure you're consistent about it. Yeah, and they all work together. There's, no, there's not like one supplement that's going to solve all your problems. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish there was. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other things on creatine before we move on to multivitamin? All right. Very cool. So uh, multivitamins next. So it's great for nutrient absorption and utilization. And multivitamins provide a range of vitamins and minerals that are essential for numerous biochemical processes in the body. Uh, this can affect metabolism, muscle function, and nerve function. So that's pretty important. <laughs> Uh, for our, for an example, like B vitamins are crucial for metabolizing energy, and vitamin D and calcium are vital are vital for bone health. And then o- antioxidants like vitamin C and vitamin E protect against oxidative stress and uh, produced by exercise specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a complete replacement for a balanced diet, but multivitamins can kind of fill those nutritional gaps, and uh, they may enhance. Uh, either performance or recovery as well. Yeah, and I think when you're looking for a multivitamin or just any supplement in general, you have to take a look at the back of the label. I personally don't like taking uh, multivitamin supplements that have like a thousand percent of something. Yeah, It's just so unnecessary and sometimes, you know, less is more. And so I I recently read or heard about like people who take too much B vitamins um, actually tend to break out more. Um, in their skin. And so a lot of energy drinks, you guys have like 
5,000% of B vitamins. Like you don't need 5,000%. Uh, NOCO has 100%, um, which is enough. Like that's perfect. Um, but like Monster, for instance, I think has 8,000% <laughs> or something just obnoxious, <laughs> you know? Like, so take a look at the back of the label and just kind of glance over it. Look for some essential minerals that look familiar. You know the name, you can pronounce it. And the total isn't like excessive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I see that as well. When you see something that has like, uh, or like something like emergency, where it's like. Yeah, but again, there's difference between milligrams and grams too, yeah, right? So you, again, reading the label and being a little bit more educated about what you're ingesting into your body is is probably important. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, you definitely want to check the labels. <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on to protein. So the big thing that whey protein does, well, at least we take whey protein, is uh, mo muscle protein synthesis. Yes. And what this is, it's the process of repairing and building muscle fibers that are damaged during exercise exercise. So dietary proteins, what happens is that they're broken down into amino acids, which serve as building blocks for new proteins. So think of it like leucine is an essential amino acid, and that's found in high quality protein sources. And that plays a critical role in initiating MPS, which is muscle protein synthesis. And adequate protein intake supports muscle muscle recovery, growth, and maintenance. And it can also aid in weight management by promoting satiety. Yeah, and like I said before, the difference between collagen and whey is simply because whey has leucine in it and collagen doesn't. And mm -hmm. so that's why it's a better source for muscle recovery, muscle repair. If you're looking for joint health, skin health, you know, hair, nails, all that kind of stuff, then you're looking at more collagen. Um, but both are super important and both play a vital role in, you know, overall health and um and definitely probably like everyone's go-to supplement <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean it's definitely the most accessible yeah uh and it's it's the easiest one to kind of start with so i mean because i would say when you say that most people we work with are vastly under eating on protein oh 100 percent. oh my gosh so low on protein um and that's why it's it's the number one thing to focus on i mean if you can fill your day with protein the fat and carbs just kind of fall to the wayside and then you your calories are much more controlled yes. you're not going to overeat because you're full and and yeah it's just overall better i mean you tell me all the time like don't you want to you are what you eat so don't you want to be more muscle or more protein yeah. and less fat <laughs> yeah absolutely um yeah i mean i have nothing else to say about protein i love yep. protein all right here we go uh magnesium our final one before i move on to our next segment so magnesium glycinate specifically helps with function of uh muscle function and energy production and the cool thing about magnesium is that it's a cofactor for over 300 biochemical reactions in the body and this also includes atp which is also the create which is also influenced by creatine uh, muscle contraction and relaxation so it helps with normal nerve and muscle function and supports a healthy immune system keeps the bone strong and magnesium deficiency can actually lead to muscle cramps fatigue and decreased performance and for anyone for anyone who's you know has high levels of stress or they work out a lot adequate magnesium levels are essential for peak physical performance and recovery and fun fact everybody that if you're under high levels of stress your natural magnesium levels will deplete so you need to counter that with actually higher external or supplementation with magnesium a higher dose yeah i mean magnesium seems great like especially for 
stress. And like you said, um, I, on the other hand, I take electrolytes, kind of like what I said before, which has magnesium in it, but it also has sodium, potassium, and calcium. Um, but like Matt said, electrolytes are just kind of the same. They provide help in muscle function, nerve function, muscle contractions, keeping you um, hydrated, right? Overall fluid balance and just energy production. And so that's kind of why I take it. Um, mm. I do... I drink enough water for sure, but I know I'm dehydrated. Like I just constantly feel thirsty right. and whatnot. And those kind of signs um, are definitely key when you're like, what do you need? You need electrolytes for sure. Like mm -hmm. if you're constantly drinking water, but you feel thirsty, you're probably depleted. Like your sodium level's really low. And if, mm -hmm. if you keep drinking water without electrolytes, you're actually, you're diluting your own body. Does that yeah. make sense? Like you're drinking, you're drinking too much water to exactly. the point where you're losing all your nutrients. Exactly. And so that's why this whole, like adding salt to your water is like, it's not a fad. It's definitely important. I mm -hmm. think there's a huge, um, benefit from definitely adding electrolytes to your daily, um, intake. And like I said before, I've cut out some of my caffeine and supplemented with electrolytes and noticed almost the same results, which is great. I feel a lot better that way. Um, you know, caffeine, I usually get it from energy drinks or coffee, which is very acidic and makes you more dehydrated. Yes. So it just kind of all goes hand in hand there. Right. Um, there are a few other things that I do take just a side note. Um, as far as like greens go, I do take a greens um, drink from Inspired. Um, I really like what's added into it, um, specifically uh, spirulina, corella, and it has... Um, maca and ashwagandha all of this is more for like antioxidants detoxing the body um, they bind to heavy metals uh, in the body and kind of like get rid of that stuff and then it really balances your overall hormonal development which mm. as we all know it that plays a role into like your muscle function your sleep your stress all those things right hormones is a huge impacting uh, factor and so these things help balance you out um and definitely aid in that. So if you're looking for a greens drink, I, I think it would be important to number one, look at what's included um, already on the back of the label, read how much is included in it. Because what I did find is the one that we take inspired. It had um, everything that I liked, but at a very low dose. And oh, so interesting. I didn't know that. So, cause I then researched it individually, like spirulina, how much do you need to actually benefit, um, mm -hmm. you know, from, from what it is. And it was like, oh, four grams. Well, in the greens, there's only one gram. And so I'm like, well, I'm not even getting that. So then I went and bought on uh, on its own spirulina specifically, Corella specifically, and I add that in. And then now I'm at the, the, um, the right dose, right? Which is four grams and whatnot. So I think reading the label, making sure you know how much to take, research it a little bit on like what is an adequate dose to receive the benefits and then go from there. Yeah, that's a great point because supplements can either be ridiculously over or underdosed yeah. depending on what you're taking and usually a lot of times when they're bundled or they have a proprietary blend, blend yes. you're like okay i have no idea how much i'm taking or yeah. what i'm even taking yeah and you could be spending a lot of money and in reality you're just not taking enough to even have any benefits overall so yeah. why even spend the money and take that you should just buy it like how i did individually f make your own concoction and then at least you're you're hitting all your marks you're not just blindly taking you know, drinks. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, everyone is going to have their own amount that they need to take depending on like their body weight, their their activity, their age, their gender, like yeah. all those things factor in. Yeah, There's all these sure. different variables. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. That was really interesting. Um, 
So let's go ahead and wrap up this, this section of the podcast with that incorporating supplements into a balanced diet can support overall health and enhance performance in the gym and also in your recovery. However, it is really important that you consider individual needs, like we said earlier, and please consult a, profesh- a professional before starting any new supplement regimen because last thing you want to do is go out and buy something and then either it doesn't work or worse that you you react negatively yeah oh that's the worst when you're trying a new supplement and then like you're you don't digest it well for whatever reason and you're like great i'm out like 70 bucks (laughs) yeah yeah you definitely want to you know hold your horses a little bit everyone (laughs) yeah for sure but and again ask like matt and i or or just a professional in general because more likely than not we've tried a lot of brands i know exactly which ones taste like chalk and which ones taste good (laughs) you know so So when in doubt probably just ask us or read reviews too because i think people are pretty honest usually on the reviews of how good supplements are because we don't want to waste our money like i think fit people are mindful about that and they're like don't waste your money on this (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely because there's a lot of bad supplement companies out there who are just trying to push this on you because they're trying to sell some sort of magic transformation by taking only a supplement when that's not the case. There's so many other things that have to come before that. Yeah. And I think that leads us well into the next part of the podcast. Yes. hundred percent. So we're moving into supplements and nutrition, and we're going to talk about the balancing act between both. So we're going to give you guys some tips on balancing supplements with a whole food diet. And this is really important because I think a lot of people want to stick diet and they want to go straight to supplements. I don't know why. I think, I think it's <laughs> just because it's, it's a easier. product. It is easier technically because it's just a product. So, you know, supplements are great, but they're not the whole story. So here's how we like to balance the pills, the powders with plates of food. Um, the big thing is that the first thing I'm First and foremost thing I focus on is getting in as much protein as I can through regular whole foods. So we're talking like lean meats, seafood, high protein dairy, um, and um, sometimes whey protein. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, there's really no other sources. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, You were waiting for me. Yeah, we we, uh, definitely get at least, you know, three solid meals a day, three snacks. And then again, like I said earlier, I take my supplements at night at the end of the day. It's not like what's going to replace my whole day. I've, I've had to have eaten everything before that. And then I go ahead and take my supplements before bed and then that's it. Yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to timing, there, there's a lot of the supplements we mentioned doesn't require that much timing. I think a lot of people get caught up in timing for some reason. Oh, yeah. Like you can't eat before bed or, or you're not going to digest yeah. that well. It's going to keep you up. Honestly, if I get it in, that is a win. And because like I said before, I'm not great on routine. I, I miss weeks here and there. And so the easiest way for me to remember is right before bed. Yeah, absolutely. And when I take my supplements, I really don't think about it either. I just kind of take it when it's convenient. Yeah, usually um, in the morning. You're, you're a morning I'm person. I'm more of a morning person because otherwise I'll forget. So yeah. first thing in the morning, and I, I personally like to take fish oil with food with my first meal because it helps digest it more. And that's what I recommend you all do as well because um, it is a fat. Mm-hmm. So last thing yeah. you want to do is actually burn that for fuel. Um, I don't. I, there's not a ton of science behind that, but... Uh, that is something that I've read is that if you take it on an empty stomach and then you don't eat for a while, you'll actually burn through the fish oil as food rather than using it as a, um, a repair. So, uh, so definitely take it with food. That's what I like to do. That's just personal preference. Uh, creatine, um, creatine, you can take on an empty stomach. You can take that pre-workout, post-workout. It doesn't matter when you take it, take it before bed. I personally don't like to take it before bed because it kind of, it doesn't wire me, but 
since it does help with my cognitive function, it does make me, my brain start spinning yeah. in a good way. <laughs> like I start getting ideas and I'm yeah. like, I need to write this stuff down. Yeah. Um, sorry, anything you want to say that I interrupt you? No, I was just going to say that you are definitely more sensitive to any additions to your, to your body or your, your I, I diet. I don't know why. Yeah. You're very hypersensitive. I am not. It takes me a while for me to notice really anything. If anything's happening. Yeah. 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 Um, that is true. That's a good point. Uh, multivitamin I take in the morning because I'll forget, <laughs> <laughs> uh, protein I take throughout the day. I like, I prefer taking a protein shake post-workout because easier for me to get down. Yeah, for sure. Like and, in liquid form. And I mean, it is recommended that you get in protein within the hour of working out um, in order to aid in muscle repair and whatnot. So if you cannot eat right away, definitely get, that's when you, that's when you should be drinking yeah. the, the protein shake. Yeah, absolutely. And it's convenient because you can just bring it with you and, um, and protein shakes these days are so much better than they were when I first started. Like I used to have to like wolf down, <laughs> you know, chalk buckets yes. of really gross yeah. vanilla protein there, they, there was a time when it was only like vanilla and there chocolate. wasn't even chocolate yet there wasn't yeah. even chocolate yet when i first started Ugh, it was gross. gross it was terrible yeah now you can buy a delicious core power oh man protein shake from the 7-eleven <laughs> <laughs> and those are delicious uh magnesium i take uh, about an hour or two hours before bed and a lot of times this really helps me uh get to sleep and fall asleep fast and actually stay asleep throughout the night mm-hmm I really like magnesium a lot. It's helped me a ton. Yes. Anything else you want to say? Nope. I just take mine in one cup all together right before bed. You do. You batch it. I literally just batch it. It doesn't even taste bad. Like everybody's super, all of my, all of my supplements are unflavored except the electrolyte one, which tastes delicious. And that's why I can drink it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, before we move on to the, uh, the bad supplements, do you have any other tips on how to balance supplements with a whole food diet? No. Okay. Awesome. Nailed it. Let's move in. Number five. This is our last segment of the podcast. So please stop wasting your money on these three useless supplements. Number one, fat burners. Um, I'm guilty of using these. Oh, me too. You know why I use a fat burner though? Why? Because you still use it? Yeah, I have. Oh. We have one. Um, I don't use it. Well, Carnashred is a fat burner that I've used in the past, and the main reason why I use it is because it's thermogenic and it makes me warm. And when I'm freezing, if I have to like work out for whatever reason in the morning and I'm cold and I take it, I warm up very quickly. Like oh, if you're a 5 a.m. person, 6 a.m. person, and you know it's freezing in the gym, you could take a fat burner and it would it th it's thermogenic, so it warms you up from the inside and it really does work. I mean, it's not like a pre-workout that makes you tingly, it makes you it makes your blood flow, it makes you warmer, right? And it starts, that's why, it burn. It said it claims to burn more calories. It's because your body's heating up, and as we know, when your body heats up, you burn calories. You start to sweat, all that kind of stuff. So that's how a fat burner works. That's how they sell it to you. I think it just works if you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only. Th I was gonna say, like, are you trying to sell me this is a good thing? Well, if you <laughs> again, you're trying, to sell, me, you're trying cold, to sell me on it. If you're cold like me in the morning, take one. It it's great. <laughs> well, there you go. This is about as useful as it gets. <laughs> so here's a fact on many fat burners is that they heavily rely on caffeine or green tea extract 
And while these can temporarily boost uh, metabolism, the effect on long-term weight loss is extremely minimal. And moreover, they can lead to side effects like increased heart rate, high blood pressure, and sleep disturbances. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in- yeah. Well, my fat burner that I was the carnage shred one doesn't have caffeine in it. Oh yeah. So that was the main reason why I got it because I can't add any more caffeine to my daily. I've already maxed out, and so that one specifically doesn't have it. Okay. Interesting. And, and you know, instead of relying on fat burners, just focus on your workout. Yeah. Just just work out harder. Work out more. harder and <laughs> and diet, get your nutrition dialed in. Get that, more reps. And then being in about five hundred calorie deficit if you're. If your goal is to lose one pound a week, one pound a week of body fat loss, and then make sure you're eating adequate amount of protein so you don't lose muscle along with it. That yes. is the best way to lose weight. Yep. All right. Moving on to number two, testosterone boosters. I am guilty of this, especially when I was younger. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used testosterone. I don't think. Boosters. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I have. <laughs> so the fact is, is that uh, testosterone boosters, you know, most of the active ingredients in testosterone boosters are uh, have very mixed results in research if if any and for the most part the impact on testosterone levels is not good at all and if you already have normal levels it doesn't really matter yeah and if even if it did boost your testosterone the chances of it lowering your your natural levels and just replacing it to come back to normal would essentially what's happened mm. so it doesn't really matter if you take it or not and if you're already low on testosterone that's when you just go get trt from a doctor <laughs> yeah i mean natural ways to boost your testosterone work out lift, lift weights, weights lift weights know, resistance training is probably the best thing eat a healthy balanced diet i mean it's just all repetitive there and that's just a way you can balance out your your hormonal body composition yeah i think people try to use these as replacements for like you know because they don't prioritize their sleep they don't manage their stress they don't add strength training so they try and do something like this to replace that and honestly there is no replacement for those three no yeah there's not yeah uh, if you are trying to boost your testosterone naturally or trying to get it to, or keep your testosterone at normal levels you know foods rich in vitamin d zinc and omega-3 fatty acids can support natural testosterone production so just stick to the basics take your fish oil take your fish oil <laughs> and take your multivitamins yeah and you, will, and you na- and natu- lift <laughs> yeah and you will boost your own testosterone and make sure you lift you have to lift it will definitely help all right number three this is our final one for the ones that you are wasting your money on is uh, bcas or branch chain amino acids so the fact is that bcas contain three essential amino acids which are leucine isoleucine and valine and well these are crucial for muscle protein synthesis is that they're only a small part of the full spectrum of amino acids that are actually needed for muscle repair and growth. So you're not getting the whole package essentially. And if you're consuming enough protein throughout the day, especially from complete sources like, you know, lean meats, fish, or high protein dairy, you're already getting these amino acids regardless. Yeah. And just, you don't need it at all. And you can, you don't need to buy it as a supplement. It comes in some energy drinks sometimes. Like it's already comes in certain things. You can just easily, it's accessible. And bcas are insanely expensive for what they do yeah it's such a waste of money yeah just, just eat protein yes that's 100%. the best way to do it so yeah focus on consuming whole protein sources post-workout and that will support recovery and muscle synthesis uh if you are vegan or vegetarian consider a complete protein supplement like pea protein or a blend that ensures that you're getting all these essential amino acids but even then you still don't need bcas even if you are um have a different kind of diet all right. Uh, so by focusing on 
these areas, you can optimize your health, your fitness results without wasting money on supplements that don't deliver on their promises. So remember that supplements can complement a diet, but should never replace our real nutrient dense foods. And especially, we haven't really talked about this, but a solid training program. Yeah, for sure. Another podcast. Another podcast. We'll talk about that later. All right. So anything else you want to add before we wrap things up? No, I think um, if you guys have any questions, um, you know, just let us know. We have high recommendations on, you know, the brands that we take and the supplements that we take and supplements that we've actually taken in the past. So if you have a question on on something else, we can we might have taken it at some point and we can give you some pointers um, or at least how it affected us with that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, always consult a professional and, you know, you got to find what works best for you because you might, you may find you not eat, may not even need some of these supplements because of either your lifestyle or how your current nutrition is. And you don't want to waste your money on something that isn't going to be effective if you're getting it through just your diet. So that's a, that's the only piece of advice I have. Yeah. And make sure you try something out by trying something out. That means trying it for like three months before really making, I mean, unless you have an adverse reaction to it in order to see if you've actually benefited from it, you have to let it take some time. Um, you're not going to see huge results in a week, you know, or, and you can't really make any claims thereafter. You have to give it some time and be consistent with it um, before you make your final decisions of is this important to take or not. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Please follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and feel free to DM your questions or content suggestions there. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, good luck, have fun. Nailed, Nailed it. it.